spiritualism and the new age are increasing dramatically across the United States of America and even around the world. In this video, I'm going to reveal the real agenda behind spiritualism and the new age. And I'm also going to expose the lies and the lures of the enemy that are drawing people away from God and into these occultic traps. I'm Robert Hodgkin, and this is Heroes Arise, the streaming media broadcast that equips, encourages, and empowers you to arise as the hero, warrior, and champion that God created you to be. So thank you for joining me again this week so we can speak truth into you. All right, so the, the religious landscape of the United States of America is changing. It's changing drastically. It's changing quickly. You can sense it, you can feel it, you can see it. And I've actually got a bunch of statistics and articles that are going to reveal to you just how pronounced it is. Because, hey, here's the deal. Sometimes when we are wonderfully, as Christians, congregating in our Christian uh, communities, which is wonderful. We want to be doing that. We want to be going to church. We want to be fellowshipping with the saints. We want to be hanging out with people who are encouraging us in our faith, iron sharpening iron. However, when we do only that, we may not be aware of what is going on, especially here in the United States of America in regards to the religious landscape, how dramatically it's shifting, how quickly it's shifting. And it's important that we know this. Why? Because like we always talk about here at Heroes Arise, because we're here to deal with it. We are God's dominion stewards. You are God's dominion steward here on earth. You're his kingdom agent of impact. And you have everything you need to deal with these things, expose these things, and see the powers and principalities behind these things torn down. Because our weapons are not carnal, but they are mighty in God for the pulling down of strongholds, including the occultic strongholds like the New Age, spiritualism, human potential movement, whatever you want to call it. These occultic traps of the enemy. So let me share with you from some of these articles um, and some of the statistics that I pulled together. I don't always do the amount of research that I did for this, but I really, this has really been on my heart to put together a show on this topic. And this morning I went online and did some research. So let me share something with you from a Pew Research Center article that's entitled America's Changing Religious Landscape. I'm just going to re read a few highlights from only the opening paragraph to give you an idea of what's going on. The Christian share of the U.S. population is declining, while the number of U.S. adults who do not identify with any organized religion is growing. While the drop in Christian affiliation is particularly pronounced among young adults, it's occurring among Americans of all ages. The same trends are seen among whites, blacks, and Latinos, among both college graduates and adults with only a high school education, and among women as well as men. So this is going on across the country, across age groups, uh, 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 across racial groups, and obviously across both men and women. Here's a Barna article. Everybody in the church loves the George Barna studies and the George Barna articles. This is well, this one's uh, uh, called or headlined, a majority of U.S. adults desire a spiritual dimension to life. It's all about how people are want, just starting to declare, hey, I want spirituality. I just don't want religion or Christianity. And let me read this to you again, just some highlights from this Barna study and Barna article. In an October 2022 Barna survey of 2,000 U.S. adults, 
three out of four or 74% say they want to grow spiritually. So there's still a great spiritual hunger here in the United States of America, and I think all over the world. But listen to this. Overall, 80%, oh wait, sorry. Yeah, overall, 80% of Americans say they think there is a spiritual or supernatural dimension to the world. 11% say they don't think such a dimension exists, but it is possible. Meanwhile, only 9% say they do not believe it exists. So what does that mean? That means 91% of people in this nation believe in a spiritual dimension and they are hungry for it. However, it then goes on to say, though religious affiliation and church attendance continue to decline, spiritual openness and curiosity are on the rise. So this is exactly what I was talking about at the top. There, 91% of people think there's a spiritual dimension uh, to, to life. They're hungry for it. They want more of it. But more and more, they're falling for the traps, the lies, the lures of spirituality and of the new age and of all this spiritualist stuff that is this trap of the occult. All right, now let's see, what is this one from? These are statistics re, uh, regarding the, uh, the religion in the United States of America. And this is just different statistics. Um, people who have no religion are a group compromised of atheists, agnostics, the spiritual, and those who have no specific organized religion. No, re the no religion group, when responding to this, because they asked, what religion do you believe in? And the majority were saying no religion. Uh, the group will be largest within the next four to six years. So I said that wrong. So as they did this study, they're finding out that in the next four to six years in the United States of America, the largest spiritual group will say they have no affiliation with any religion. They want spirituality, but they don't want religion. The shift away from any one dominant religious group is seen as beneficial for a secular society with a government built on the idea of separation of church and state. This is why it's so important to vote and to continue to vote kingdom principles and kingdom values into our local, uh, county, state, and national governments. All right, let me, let me stay, stay on this. So new belief systems and values are dominating in, in, the, in cities, shifting people away from religion. These include equality for women and LGBTQ rights, causing more people to reject patriarchal or anti-gay religions. Additionally, people are shifting their focus to higher education's critical thinking, scientific ways of thinking, and evidence and liberal politics for progress and social justice. So you may be saying, hey, Robert, we were talking about spiritualism. Well, absolutely, the new age and, and human potential movement and all that stuff is spiritualism, but not religion. But so is all of this secular humanism. Secular humanism has become a, become a religion. The woke leftist antichrist agenda has become a spirituality or a religion that people say, yes, I want this, but I don't want religion. And the more we understand this, the more we're going to understand what the lie, the lure and the trap of these things are. But very quickly, here's where we are in the United States of America to where there are the, the this is just the 10 states that are the least religious, but not necessarily the least spiritual. Um, the number one is New Hampshire, where only 33%, a one of three people identifying as valuing, practicing, and following 
any religion. We're not just talking Christianity here, any religion. Massachusetts, the same, only 33%. Vermont, 34%. Maine, only 34%. Connecticut, 43%. Wisconsin, 45%. Washington, 45%. Alaska, 45%. New York, 46%. Hawaii, 47%. Obviously, it's, it's no um, coincidence that these are mostly very, very, very liberal states. But this isn't about politics. This is about the spiritual landscape of the United States of America, how it's changing. We don't want to duck our heads. We don't want to bury our heads in the sand and say, I, I don't want to be aware of it. I don't care. I don't care about them. They're all nut, nut flakes and weirdos. Uh, I'm a Christian. I know my God. My God knows me. I have my fellowship. I have my Christian friends. We're building each other up. That's awesome. Continue to do that. But let's also be aware because in many parts of our country and probably very similarly around the world at this point, there are areas where two thirds of the people don't know God, have no interest in God, have no interest in religion yet. Many of them are saying, but I'm still hungry for something greater than myself, whether that's a social agenda, a political agenda, a new age practice or a spiritual uh, uh, discipline. We're going to get into why so many people are being suckered into that. But one more article I want to share with you from another Pew Research Center statistic based article. And I'll just read a short part of this. It says, according to a recent Pew Center report, American Christianity remains in a nearly three decade decline. Uh, people in this study responding as none or unaffiliated on religious surveys um, uh, continues to increase. And people increasingly identify as humanists, atheists, agnostics, or simply spiritual. People who said none, like we talked about in the, uh, in the other article, the nuns are those claiming no particular religious affiliation range from atheists to individuals searching for spiritual answers outside traditional religious groups and religions. This group commonly identifies as spiritual but not religious, or SBNR. That's a new term that I learned today, that SBNR is a common uh, denoter of, hey, I'm spiritual but not religious. These people are dissatisfied with traditional religion. These individuals think about spirituality in a more secular way as representing their pursuit of meaning, healing, purpose, and belonging. So just a few articles and a few statistics to, to really drive home what is going on in this nation. But what's important is that we come to understand why. What is the agenda? Because everything's always about the powers and principalities behind it, right? So what is going on behind all this? We can throw our hands up in the air and say, this is crazy. This is ridiculous. How could they do this? I'm a why guy. I like to talk with God about why, because once I know why, then I can partner with him in a solution for that. So what is the agenda? I promised I would, I would reveal the real agenda behind spiritualism, the new age, human potential movement, whatever you want to call it. Um, what is the real agenda behind it? Well, it's exactly what we're seeing. It's to the powers and principalities behind it. The, the, the demonic gods, as it were, that are drawing people away with all of this occult stuff under the moniker of spiritual but not religious, what do they want? Well, exactly what we're seeing. They want to draw people away from God. The real agenda of spiritualism, the new age, the occult, is to draw people away from God. And here is what it's promising. Its goal or its agenda is to convince people that we can be better gods of our own 
lives. Now, I understand this because before I was a Christian, I was involved in some new age stuff, some, some Eastern mysticism stuff. I, I studied the Tao and taught Tai Chi. I, I practiced some of the human uh, potential stuff. I did all, I don't want to go into it because it was all hoo-ha. It was all a delusion. It was all a lie. But when you get right down to it, what intrigued me and interested me in all it, it, from Jungian theory to Tai Chi to Eastern mysticism to the Tao to human potential movements to whatever it is, holotropic breathing, whatever it is. The ultimate lie is telling us we can become better gods of our own lives. If we learn these disciplines, if we learn these practices, if we do these things, most people aren't aware that all of these things are some way to either empower the flesh or worship a demonic deity passing itself off as something else. But this is the agenda of the new age and the occult, the real agenda, whatever the practice is, if it's outside of Jesus Christ and it's spiritualism, it's a cult, whether it's straight up witchcraft, Satanism, new age practice, you name it. All the things outside of Jesus Christ is an occult practice. Now, that doesn't mean that some of them don't have decent ideas. I want to be really careful here. But even those, it's all about how to be a better God of your own life. Now, obviously, I'm not talking about like uh, 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 Judaism or any of the other uh, established religions. That's a whole different conversation. Those are religions. Those are ideas about how we can behave to get something from God that we want. And many of them are filled with good ideas. But ultimately, they're all different from Christianity. It's not even fair to call Christianity a religion because Christianity isn't a religion. It's a relationship. Every other real religion is a set of beliefs and practices that you are to adhere to so God will bless you. Christianity and only Christianity is a faith in a God who loves us so much. He does everything for us so he can bless us because he's hungry for relationship with us. Now you go into the supernatural or the spiritual realm outside of Jesus Christ. And that's when we get into the occult. And that is all about becoming a God of your own life, a better God of your own life. The real agenda of the new age and the occult is that it's anti-God and anti-Christ agenda. We see it so clearly, whether it's in certain uh, uh, occultic practices or like we talked about, it can even be this woke leftist agenda that's so anti-God and anti-Christ. That's a whole nother aspect of just powers and principalities uh, luring people into something, but it's always about you can be a better God of your own life. Now, here's Here's the reason that it gets hold. The lie is you can be a better God of your own life. The lie is there is no God, so you need to be a better God of your own life. That's one aspect of it. The lie is even if there was a God, hey, nobody knows you better than you. How dare that God tell you what to think, what to behave? He's controlling and manipulative and always a father and he's a patriarch, so it's all bad, man. So either there is no God or if there is a God, you don't need him because you can do this for yourself. Who knows you better than you? Who knows how you feel about things better than you do? And this is really where we start to get into the real lie and lure that opens the door to the trap of the agenda. So the lure is this. 
The lie is you can be a better God of your own life. The lie is God's not real, or if he is real, he's not there, he doesn't care. Or if he is there, then you don't need him because nobody knows you better than you. Nobody knows how you feel about things better than you. It's all good, man. Um, if it feels good, not just do it. But we're now at a place where it's like, hey, if it feels right to you, then it's truth. No, it's not truth. It's how you feel about things. Those are very different. But before I go off on a rant, let me get back on track. So that's the lie. But here's the lure. The lure is you can decide for yourself what is right and wrong. And you can be the arbiter. You can be the judge. You can be the one saying, well, it doesn't matter what anybody says or doesn't say. This is how I feel. This is what I've decided is right and wrong for me. So it's all okay. That's really what the new age in a cult ultimately empowers. And here's the biblical truth. We always want to drop biblical truth on you. This has been the lie and the lure to draw people away from God since Genesis 3. Listen to this. Now, I'm, I'm going to read to you Genesis 3, verses 1 through 6. Very familiar uh, passage of Scripture, but think of it in the context of what we're talking about. Now, the serpent was more crafty than any beast of the field, which the Lord God had made. Crafty. You know, very good at manipulating, very good at lying and luring, twisting, uh, 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 um, giving an aspect of truth, but shifting it, changing it, shading it, manipulating it. Um, and he said to the woman, indeed, has God said, you shall not eat from any tree of the garden, getting you to question the word of God getting you to question if God said that, and if he did, sort of how dare he. You shall not eat from any tree of the garden. The woman said to the serpent, from the fruit of the trees of the garden we may, meet, may eat, but from the fruit of the tree, which is the, in the middle of the garden, God has said, you shall not eat from it or touch it, or you will die. The serpent said to the woman, you will surely not die. Now, there's a whole nother aspect here where you start where the enemy always wants to get you to focus on the temporal instead of the eternal. Because when we see when Eve bites the apple, she goes, huh, I didn't die immediately, temporally, but eternally, yes, because she was cut off from God. But then in that, she became an evangelist of the new age. She became an evangelist of spiritual, but not religious. She became an evangelist of the occult and said, Adam, hey, try this. Um, and we got to be careful of that. So the serpent said to the woman, you will surely not die for God knows that in the day you eat from it, your eyes will be open. And here it is. You will be like God, knowing good and evil. I'm going to come back to those because those are huge. That's the root of it. When the woman saw the tree was good for food and that it was a delight to the eyes and that the tree was desirable to make one wise, she took from its fruit and ate and she gave also to her husband with her and he ate. Huge conversation on this about Adam. Where were you? Why weren't you looking out for your mate? Why didn't you, why weren't you a helpmate to your helpmate? But before we, we're not here to get into any of that. We're here to expose the lie, the lure, and reveal the real agenda of the new age and the occult. And it really boils down to this. Number one, well, first of all, notice how the, the, the enemies, what is, what is the lure the enemy uses? Remember the agenda, anti-God, anti-Christ, get people away from God thinking they can be gods of their own life. And right there we see it. You, um, you will surely not die for God knows that in the day you eat from it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God. In other words, you can decide for yourself, be God of your own life. What's the lure? You can be like God, knowing good and evil. And then what's the hook 
that gets Eve, and obviously Adam follows right along with it, to follow along, to grab hold of the lie and the lure. Well, it says, when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and it was a delight to the eyes, in other words, it appealed to the body, and that the tree was desirable to make one wise, so it appealed to the soul as well, she took from it and it, its fruit and ate it. But here's the real lie. And it exposes the real lure. When the enemy says you will be like God, knowing good and evil. Let's think about this for a second. You will be like God. So the, 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 the lie is you can be God of your own life. But here's the thing we have to realize. You can be like God. She already was. She was already made in his image. Adam was already made in his image. They were already like God. And then he adds, knowing good and evil. Well, they already knew good and evil. God told them what was good and what was evil, what was for them and what wasn't. What was, but here's the real lure. It's that you can have the things of God, but outside of the relationship with God. Because they were already made in his image, and they already knew good from evil. All they had to do was lean into the relationship with God and ask he will always tell us. He says it over and over again, even in the Old Testament, where cry out to me for great and mighty things of which you do not know, and I will answer. In the New Testament, ask me for wisdom, and I will share it with you. God never withheld from them the knowledge of good and evil. He gave it to them in fullness. He gave them everything in fullness inside of relationship. So this is the real lie and lure of the new age and of spiritualism for everybody out there who's being drawn to oh I'm, I'm spiritual but not religious i want spirituality i want something bigger than myself in my life but i don't want to be religious what are they saying i want it my way and i want to decide what it is i want those things i want to make that decision outside of relationship with God. This has been the lie and the lure since Genesis 3. It has been, it is, it always will be. Anything that promises that, that God, we can have God's blessing outside of, or not God's blessing, the things of God outside of the relationship with God. No, it's a lie. It's a lure. It's a trap. It's an agenda of the enemy to draw us away from God and his blessings and his benefits. Ephesians 1.3 says that every spiritual blessing in heavenly places has been given to you in Christ Jesus. 2 Peter 1.3, everything pertaining to life and godliness is yours in the knowledge of Christ, in your relationship with Christ. So once we see this, once we get it, this is the lie and the lure of the new age. You can have the things of God, outside of your relationship with God. No, you can't. This is, this is what we got suckered into in the garden. It's what he's doing right now in the United States of America and globally, which is why SBNR, spiritual but not religious, is on the rise. The real agenda of the new age, of spiritualism, of the human potential movement, of all of this stuff is to draw people away from God. Here's the good news. Like everything else, Jesus has won this battle for us. Because think about his temptations in the desert. Think about, here comes Jesus. He's manifested in the earth, fully God, but fully man. The son of God became a son of man, so every son and daughter of man could become a son and daughter of God. 
when he is launched out into his earthly ministry, he goes to see John the Baptist. John the Baptist baptizes him into his ministry. He says, this must be done for all righteousness. He's, he's baptized. He comes up out of the water. The heavens open. The Father speaks, this is my beloved Son in whom I'm well pleased. The Holy Spirit descends, and he is filled with the Holy Spirit and launched out into his earthly ministry. What's the first thing he does in his earthly ministry that the Holy Spirit leads him into? We see it in Matthew 4 and Luke 4. He goes into the desert to be tempted by the enemy. And there's all sorts of revelation here you've heard me teach on in, in past videos over the years. But let's focus on that last temptation that he is the last victory that he wins for us as the first thing he does on behalf of all of us. What is the temptation? What is the battle? And what is the victory? The temptation is bow down. This is Satan tempting Jesus. And remember, everything he's doing on earth, he's not only doing for us, he's doing as us, fully man, right? He's come to do for us what we cannot do for ourselves, and he's coming to do it as us. That's why he manifested as a man. Christianity 101, but we have to get it. So the final temptation in the desert is winning the battle that we're talking about, the battle that we lost in the garden. The devil says to him, if you bow down before me and worship me, I will give you all the kingdoms of all the earth. What did Jesus come for? All the kingdoms of all the earth. So what is the temptation? I will give you the things of God that you're created for, made for, and here for, but I'll give it to you outside of relationship with him. Bow down to me, not him. And Jesus says, thou shalt not worship anyone but the Lord thy God. What's he saying? You can't give me what I'm here for on behalf of my father, with my father, from my father. Only my father can. Take your lie, take your lure, take your agenda, and get thee behind me. He wins this battle for us. We have this victory. We just need to see for us and our loved ones and for our nation, what this agenda is, what the lie and the lure are, so we can be effectively praying against them. So this is the real lie. This is the real lure. This is the real agenda of the new age and the occult. And here's the thing I want to make sure you know. Now, we started talking about this because the spiritual landscape of America is changing. We looked at some of the statistics and we looked at some of the, the highlights of those articles. It's obvious that people are hungry for the spiritual. They're hungry for something greater than themselves. They're hungry for the supernatural. Why? Because we're made for it. But inside of relationship with Jesus Christ, with God, where he gives us all these things, you are made for the supernatural. The supernatural is very real and God wants you moving in it. The spiritual realm is very real and God wants you to moving it, moving in it with his Holy Spirit. To make that easy for you, I actually wrote a book called Realms of Power, Operating in Untapped Dimensions of Holy Spirit Power. In this book, I share with you 12 realms of supernatural power, Holy Spirit power that you're made for, that you have. And I reveal that to you biblically. I reveal that uh, what it is, how it's been given to you. And then every single chapter, God gave me keys that will help you step out and begin to move in them. Don't take this spiritual but not religious thing as we're not supposed to be supernatural. That's occultic. No, 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 
no. The kingdom is absolutely supernatural. Our God is absolutely supernatural. We are made in his image, and he wants us to know good from evil, right from wrong. And one of the good things and right things is that we partner with him in his power, in his authority, by his Holy Spirit, all to his glory, to move powerfully in the supernatural. We need to be doing this. So all these people who are spiritual but not religious understand why we have supernatural peace, supernatural joy, supernatural faith, supernatural hope-filled expectation, why we're able to partner with God to create wealth in the midst of economic challenges and, and shakings, why we can work miracles, why we can decree a thing and see it established. We want to show them the real so that they get hungry for it and leave behind the false. The other thing I want to make sure you know about is I'm going to start a new video series on my Robert Hodgkin YouTube channel called Supernatural Mentoring Series. And the whole point of it is to make the supernatural simple, to show you biblically what you've been given and how to partner with the Holy Spirit so you can be moving in the gifts and power of Christianity so you can be more fulfilled and more effective in your faith. So start watching for those videos. Be sure to subscribe to the Robert Hodgkin YouTube channel so you will be notified of when those videos come out because some of them are going to be short and quick. I'm already planning out the very first one. I've got a couple series planned out for them where um, some will be short and quick, some will be longer, but we'll be mentoring in different supernatural aspects of Christianity. And I want you to grab hold of these so you can be moving in these things, be more fulfilled and more effective in your faith. That's the Supernatural Mentoring Series. Go to the Robert Hodgkin YouTube channel right now, or if you're watching this video on that channel, make sure you click subscribe so you're notified when those come out. So there you go. That is the real agenda behind the new age, the, the, the spiritualism, whatever you want to call it, the occult that's on the rise in the United States of America. And those are the lies and the lures the enemy has been using since Genesis 3 to draw people away from God and get them caught up in these occultic traps and lies. You now, with that understanding, you can now be praying against that for your family, for your loved ones, for your workplace, for your nation, and for this world. Why? Because once again, you've heard me say it many times, you'll hear me say it many times more, you are God's solution here on earth. You're his solution bringer and difference maker because you are in relationship with him, which means you are his dominion stewards here on earth. God bless you. Thank you so much for being with me. I'll see you back here again soon for another episode of Heroes Arise. Ready for more? Go to roberthodgkin.com for more teachings, more resources, and more information about Robert Hodgkin Ministries and Men on the Front Lines.